ever been listening to your favorite podcast and think, hey, I want to start my own? Then you need Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First, everyone's favorite word, free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Ever witnessed a train wreck that you just couldn't look away from? Yeah, that's this book. King. The male ruler of an independent state, especially one who inherited inherited it from birth. The Maserati men were always taught to be kings. They held high standards and wouldn't let anyone get in the way of that. From birth, their mother instilled in them their worth. Cocky, arrogant, and just plain sexy, the Maserati men were everything a woman was looking for. Gemini, <laughs> Gemini Maserati, the oldest of the crew, he loves hard, but with two women at his disposal, it's hard to keep them in line, and a king never lets his queen get out of line. Gemini feels he has no worries until everything in his life goes haywire, and he doesn't know if he can come back from it. Virgo Maserati, the calm, cool, and collected brother, never letting anyone see him sweat, he's always focused. Not a man of many words, but when a blast from the past comes back into his life, it shakes his world up. He wants back everything he lost in the past, but when things start to unravel, he questions him. He questions himself, is it worth it? Taurus Maserati, the baby boy, a young king in his own right. Loving his lady, Corey, was all he ever wanted to do. But one, one he made, wait, what? But one, he made a mistake. Oh, but once he made a mistake. And that mistake has popped up on his doorstep. Old feelings he tried to hide come rushing back. And now he has to decide if it's worth losing Corey and everything he's built with her. Loving these men isn't easy. The pedestal they sit themselves on will make some women run. But the ones who don't, they know what it's like to be loved by a royal thug. Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome back to the Bibliophiles Bookcase. I'm your host, Erica the Bibliophile, and today's book is Maserati King's Loved by a Royal Thug, Part 1, by Bianca Marie, because I am reading Part 2, because I need to know how this god-awful story ends. Um, This book is very much like... um. What was last week's? Tina J? Was that last week? Yeah. It's another story of... It's... No, it is bad. I'm not even gonna lie. But um, I think with some editing and maybe better flowing of the story, it could be made into a better story. Because I, I shouldn't do that. Because as somebody who tried to be a former writer, I know how trying to make things flow and sound better is very hard. That's why I gave up writing. Because I wasn't very good at it. Um, but this story... Oh, God. I think everything I said about Tina J last week, apply it to this week. Because it's the same thing. Like, the story... Well, I take that back. Um... 
what am I trying to say? The story, it makes sense and it actually flows, but it's another one of those just, boom, bow, we're now here, um, with no explanation, and then the emotions of just arguing and bickering and seeming like things are at the brink of being over, bam, we're laughing and smiling and saying that we love each other and what just happened didn't just happen. You know, anyway, so the way I took notes, because I had to take notes on this to keep this all together, but even then it's jumbled up because instead of going in order, I broke it up by each brother and their mother. So we are going to start with the oldest, Gemini. And another thing, these zodiac signs as names girl you killing me but let's go Gemini who is the oldest he has a girlfriend Sasha who he keeps in a townhouse that they share together like he doesn't keep her there but she just stays in the house all the time she doesn't come out she doesn't really know too much of nothing unless you know she steps out to party with him every once in a while and because she does that, Gemini is also sleeping with Dream, who's supposed to be Sasha's best friend slash sis, you know, all the good things that the girls call each other. And she was also his brother Sagittarius's girlfriend, but um, Sagittarius died in a car accident. So that's messed up. You know, like, they fucked up on both sides of the coins. It's like, this was your brother's girlfriend. And this is your girlfriend's best friend. But they had sex in a moment of grief. Of grieving Sagittarius after he died. And now Dream is playing the side chick. Like, she knows her role and she plays it well, I guess. Um, But Dream is also a part of the family business. And the family business is selling drugs and whatever else they want to do um so while dream knows her place she's also messing with a guy who is basically their op and when virgo sees her hugged up with this guy he tells gemini and you know gemini confronts her and she's like you know you know what this is you know we do our thing but we not together like that i'm free to do whatever i want and he like, you know what? You right. But not with a nigga that you know that I'm beefing with or that I won't uh, hit streets or shit like that. You know, like, that's just not cool. You just don't do that. And so because they call themselves being mad at each other, he invites um, Sasha out to the club one night where they all together. And so when Dream sees this, she's already in her feelings about him not answering her calls are talking to her and so when she sees him with his girlfriend who is all supposed to be her best friend which is so fucked up because it's like this is supposed to be your best friend but when you see her you rolling your eyes and sucking your teeth like damn bitch you mad i exist because you doing me dirty make it make sense now you the one that's fucking my man i'm not fucking yours um and so she goes off to do a a trick which, you know, she sleeps with guys and robs them while they're sleeping and makes, like, a clean getaway. But this time, 
the guy was in sleep like how she thought he was so he attacked her and like beat her up really bad and um she's in the hospital for a few days she actually slipped into a coma for what three days but then she woke up and when she comes home you know like gemini is taking care of her like he would sasha like he realizes that he loves dream more than he loves sasha and they're growing closer and while they're about to have sex i think this is like her first either her first day or like her first week back from the hospital and sasha catches them in bed together and when gemini goes to chase after her he sees his mom standing at the top of the stairs like with a grin on her face and that's another thing they all stay in the same house but they all have like their own wing of the house which is weird to me because i'm like i I don't care how much money we get and how much we supposed to love each other like in that grand scheme of things if we have that much money we don't all have to stay in the same house together plus which like he has his own apartment like with sasha like they got places they could be but they don't have to stay in that house Mama would just have to understand, but Mama Maserati is a weirdo anyway. So, Mama Maserati goes to see Sasha, like, after this happened, and gives her the speech of a baby is not good for her son and, like, their relationship right now, and she makes some tea. She had to put something in there to make Sasha lose the baby because she's rushed to the hospital and you know she loses the baby now of course jim and i believe in his mother would never do anything like that he doesn't believe that she actually killed the baby but it's like man your mama is fucking weird bro um so even like i said he's growing closer to dream realizing that that's really where he wants to be and he's pulling away from Tasha. he doesn't call her he's not really checking up on her but one day he does go to their apartment together because she's not answering the phone. And he hears someone in there with her. And when he comes in the door, he says, you know, like, who's in here? She says nobody. So he's running through the house with his gun until he gets to the bedroom and sees that his safe is cleaned out. And somebody is standing behind him with a gun into his lower back. And he tells Sasha, you know, whoever that is, he's thinking, he thought it was another man, but it's actually another woman. And he's like, you know, tell whoever that is to get the gun on my back. I'm going to let you go. You know, like, basically plead for his life at that point. And she's like, why would I believe you now? You fucked me over so many times. And he shot three times. Now, my thing is, I want to know what type of gangsters do y'all be knowing like authors who write books like thug books what thugs y'all know because this shit right here it's a quote as the nigga was shot and you know bleeding out quote if i were a bitch i would have hollered out but instead i'm a g and drift into and drifted into the afterlife like the g that i am end quote I don't care how motherfucking thugged out you supposed to be. Ain't no... Thugs don't act like... Like, real thugs don't act like this. And I just want to know, what thugs do y'all be knowing? 
even for y'all to write like a extra thug down, like they still not gonna act like that. But anyway, and that's the end of Gemini's part. You know, and like I said, all of these are intertwined. I'm just going like brother by brother. So of course, uh, Sagittarius was the next brother in line, but you know, of course, we don't have no story from him. It's just that he died in the accident. So, um, then we have Taurus. Taurus is the baby boy. Um, and he was in jail when the book first started, but he was first getting out. It was like his release day. And he has a girlfriend named Corey. And as soon as he get out, like first they was kissing. Then when they hop in the car together, they automatically got beef. Cause he's like, man, every time I called you, you would never, or almost every time he called, she would never pick up the fucking phone. So he like, you know, I know you on some sneaky shit, but once I find out what it is, you know, it's over for your ass. And she claimed to always have something to do when he called. So, you know, it's just like my bad, whatever. So they get in an argument in the car when they're supposed to be driving to his house. He tells her to pull over and, you know, like he going to get out and he going to have his family come back and get him. Although, like, she was already waiting. That's some bullshit right there. She was already waiting at the jail, but she wouldn't answer, like, Gemini's calls because they thought she wasn't going to show up. Like, she was being on some sneak shit then. But she beat them there. So he's like, you know, why didn't you answer my call, you know, to make sure that she was coming? And she was like, you know, I don't answer to y'all. I'm worried about my man. I know what time to be here, and I was here for him. And so when Taurus come out, the mama like you riding with us right and Corey is like no nah, he riding with me so i'm saying all that to say if he would have called like and said turn around and come get me i'm like nigga no bet you better find your home find your way home the best way you know how because if we was just there and you had a feeling that y'all was gonna argue and all that type of stuff i'm not turning around i'll meet you at the house but anyway at their home of course they through like a welcome home party and there's a woman there by the name of Stony, who he was cheating with back in the day and she has a baby boy his baby boy to be exact and so of course this causes a big commotion because Corey is like who the fuck is that and whose baby is that like you got a baby and Taurus didn't even know so of course he's stunned by the news as well and he's looking at his mama because his mama was the one that invited her because somebody turned to her and was like, I thought you said this wasn't going to be no problem. Like, I'm not here for drama. But it's like, girl, you didn't tell this man that he had a baby. So, of course, it was going to be some type of drama. And you just popping up after who knows how long because there's not really a timeline. Um. So she leaves. She's like, you know what? I'm going to leave because I don't want no problem. And Corey runs off as well because she's like, nigga, you had a baby on me. That's it. I'm through with you. Um. But her thing was, which I find so fucking weird because it's like, girl, how dare you? Stoney broke it off with him when she found out about Corey. Like when she found out that he had a girlfriend, she stopped talking to him. But sis had a whole boyfriend. So it's just like, how how do you feel away? But you could cheat on your nigga. But it's like, nigga, you got a girlfriend? Like, 
So you felt like you were being disrespected while you were disrespecting your boyfriend. Even if he is boring and all that other shit that people in relationships claim, like they're not being fulfilled, they're not being satisfied. Y'all can leave these motherfuckers and start new relationships. Instead of disrespecting somebody and fucking up that thing, you can end on good terms. Or even if you don't end on good terms, just say, this is no longer what I want. I'm going to go do something else. Because, you know, all the, the nigga sex swag, he was boring, he was never there, whatever, whatever she had to say. But it's just like, girl, you, whatever. Um. And so when she found out she was pregnant, she didn't tell him. She was actually being proposed to by her boy, by said boyfriend when um, Mama Maserati and Gemini saw her at the restaurant and they approached her. Uh, and like I said, there's no indication of when this happened, how old the baby is, and why when Gemini and Mama Maserati found out, nobody told Taurus why he was in jail. So it's like, y'all knew this information didn't say nothing to this nigga and just let him come home to be blindsided but like i said the mama is shady any fucking way um and so is gemini it's like nigga you got a girlfriend and you sleeping with your dead brother's girlfriend you know and it's like another thing nigga if you want to be in a poly relationship find somebody to be poly with like y'all motherfuckers are just trifling for no reason so anyway he and stony start to reconnect because, you know, he's like, I, I want to see my son. I want to see my son. But it's like, you always popping up around her when the son is never around, though. Make it make sense. Um, But anyway, they start sleeping together again. Even though she is still with said boyfriend, they are now engaged. But you start cheating again. Because once again, it's boring. She never comes with her boyfriend when they have sex. And it's just like... So you was about to be married into a life of unfulfilledness for what? But that's her fault, though. Because it's like, you was already unhappy while y'all was boyfriend and girlfriend. And to make up for the fact that you cheated on him, that's the reason why you really accepted that proposal, even though you were still unhappy. Like, that nigga can bitch and moan all about all he wants to, but he'll be doing it all by himself, is what I was trying to say. It's like, you, you let him guilt trip you into this. And anyway, so he's like really upset because it's just like nigga he's back around and you bringing him to our house like he was really upset um but anyway while this is all going on you know he's still with Corey. Corey then came back to the house they was sleeping one night and she sneaks out because she got a phone call from a hospital and she don't come home all night so um when she comes out of the hospital and turn her phone back on it's all type of calls and messages from tourists telling her wherever the fuck you was at you could stay there all your shit gonna be outside the house all that type of stuff and while that was going on that's when she got the phone call from sasha when she was being rushed to the hospital and sasha told her you know um his mom gemini's mama came over to talk to me telling me that it wasn't a good time to have a baby and she made me some tea and after she made me some tea and i laid down for a nap i started cramping and now i'm bleeding and i'm about to lose my baby i know she put something in that tea to make me lose my baby so Corey rushed over to the house to tell gemini you know like why you not answering your phone sasha is being rushed to the hospital excuse me 
um, you know, your mama did something to make her lose the baby. She about to lose the baby. And Taurus is there, and because he's upset that she never came home the night before, he tells her, get the fuck out. And she's like, don't worry about it. I'm leaving, but before I do that, I just want to do this. And she punches the shit out of Mama Maserati, and she thought that the mama was just going to take it, but the mama actually came back and hit her with a right hook. And so they got to fighting for a little bit before the boys could break it up. And Mama Maserati told her, I bet not ever see you again because if I do, I'm killing your ass. And it's just like, damn. So, um, her mother, oh, no, my bad. So, he, Taurus goes to Stoney and, like, takes her and the baby out shopping. And when they bring in the stuff back home, because Stoney just knew her fiance, he was out of town. He wasn't supposed to come back till later that night. So she out, you know, playing family with Taurus. And when she comes back home, fiance opens the door like, what the fuck is this? And Taurus is like, man, I wanted to buy her and my son some shit. And so I did. And, you know, Stoney is trying to defuse the situation. So Taurus laughs and he just leaves. But as soon as the door closes, it's domestic violence. And they get into a fight all up and through the house. Until Taurus busts back in and he's about to kill the fiance right then and there. And Stoney tells him, you know, like, don't do it. And he like, you take enough for this nigga after he just beat your ass. So he grabs their son and says, all right, cool. If you want to do that, then you stay here with him and I'm taking my son. So after the fact, like after he leaves, she calls the police and gets her fiance arrested and packs up all his stuff. And, like, puts it out of her house and goes to the Maserati mansion and tells him, you know, I was not defending him. I just didn't want you to kill him in front of our son. And Tor, I said, see, once again, what thugs do y'all know? Because all this nigga says is, don't you ever stop me from killing somebody. Like, what? Okay. Um, and so... <laughs> I was just like, what? Nobody says this. But anyway, so she now lives with him in the mansion. And she's cleaning up, like, I guess his part of the house where she stayed with Court. And it's just disgusting. And she was like, why was she living like this? You know, she's a woman. Women don't live like this. And it's like, girl, first of all, some women are just, and that's people in general. Like, we're not even saying gender. Because I'm like, that goes back to gender roles and who's supposed to do what. It's like, no, some people are just trifling. I don't know why y'all put this extra cleanliness on women, but I know what that is. That comes from men. Men feel like women should be super clean while they get to be disgusting. No, some people are just nasty and general and fucking disgusting but anyway so and he's trying to put all the blame off on her like i don't know why she living like that and stony gave him a little bit like no nigga because you laid in this shit with her so you just as nasty as she is i'm like exactly so why are you cleaning up another woman's dirtiness ain't no way i'll be cleaning out that house apartment whatever that shit is called for that nigga i'm like this is how you was living you accepted this cool i'm going back to my house where i know it's clean ain't no fucking way i'm cleaning up for somebody else but anyway in him cleaning up well in her cleaning up 
excuse me she finds a cell phone and she's like oh so we got two phones one for the plug one for the low um that that ain't even the words it's, i got two phones one for the plug and one for the yeah okay anyway um and he's like no nah. so he's looking at it and he's like this must be Corey's." and she says oh well get rid of it and as soon as she turns her back, he puts the phone in his back pocket. So going through the phone, he sees it's a number for a hospital. So when he calls and sees, well, he just sees that it's a number that she called over and over. Excuse me. But when he calls the number and finds out that it's a mental institution and finds out that Corey Mama has been there and she's soon to be released, he's going to pick her up. And when he's about to go pick her up, he then calls, like, one of his little young boys to go do it. Because he's going to... Oh, wait. Back up, back up, back up. No, I'm right. He's about to go pick her up. And his mom is arrested. Oh, she was arrested before then. Okay, my bad. Hold on. So the mama was arrested one time. Like when Corey came to the house and they got into that fight, the mama was arrested there. They said they had her for a number of murders created 20 years ago. So she was released like three days later, no problem, boom, bow, bow. But anyway, um, when he was on his way to go pick up the mama, um, Mama Maserati is arrested again this time for the arrest of their i mean for the murder of their father aries mchenry and so of course the boys ain't hearing none of that like she didn't kill our father like y'all on some bullshit whoop de whoop and the first time she went to jail i forgot who she was right one of the twins i mean not one of the twins one of the sons had picked her up and they asked her, you know, like, what the hell is going on? Like, what do they got on you? And she said, obviously nothing, because you see that I'm out, right? And they're like, no, nah, when the feds come, they got something on your ass. They let you go to give you enough rope to hang yourself. I said, there we go. Now we talking like some niggas who know something. Um, But she, like, waves it off. So then when she's arrested again, they're like, no, nah, what the fuck is going on for real? So, um, this is when Taurus goes to Corey's salon to get his money out of the safe that he had there. And I'm just like, for y'all to think that y'all fucking with some grimy bitches, why do y'all keep money around them? Even if y'all do keep them in safe, but, uh, Mama Maserati don't believe in banks. So, of course, it's like, you got to keep your money elsewhere because y'all ain't, I don't think they got businesses or none of that, which don't make no sense. So it's like, yeah, where are y'all getting all this money from? And y'all driving around in Maseratis. So um, when he goes to the salon, he finds documents. Well, he don't find. He goes snooping. And on her desk is documents that says she has 500K and an offshore, offshore account. And he only had like 75000 in the safe. So he thinking like, you know, this bitch been stealing money from me. How the fuck she get all this money? And then the alarm goes off in the salon. And so, you know, he like hide himself. But he goes up the stairs to where he can hear them. And it's Corey, Sasha, and Dream talking about, you know, like what the fuck happened? Is Gemini really dead? And this is where he finds out that it's all been a setup for the last three years. 
Corey, Sasha, and Dream are all sisters. And they have one more sister, Nova, who is an FBI agent. And they did all of this for their mother, who is in the mental institution, who, um, you know, Taurus sent his young guy to go pick up. Which, you know, he's glad that he did. Because it's like, now he got something on them. And he also finds out that Dream also cut Sagittarius's brakes and killed him. So it's like, she was the one that killed him. It was all a part of the plan. Like, each, I guess each one of them was supposed to get with the brothers. And, you know, like, kill them off one by one in their own right. And so, you know, this part I didn't get because it's like they didn't hear him at all. Like there, he stepped on like a, a faulty like floor, the flooring. So it made like a crick type of noise, but they didn't go investigate or nothing like that. It's just like, did you hear that? No, I ain't hear nothing. Let's get back to talking about all this shit out in the open. Like, he hasn't been looking for her. Well, not looking for her, but, you know, like, he could pop up at any minute. Because after um, she fought his mama, they was done with. But anyway, he uh runs out the door. Well, not run, but he, like, creeps out the door, but then he slams the door to let them know that somebody was there. And so when he gets to his car... He sees that Dream ran out to see that it was him. And when she goes back inside, you know, everybody acting like it ain't no big deal. And she's like, do y'all know what the fuck just happened? And she's like, he didn't hear nothing. Because obviously, if he did, he would have tried to kill us. But he didn't do that. And so, you know, he rushed over to the apartment to find uh, Gemini and, you know, got him some help. And then... He FaceTimed Dream, which Corey is like, why wouldn't he FaceTime me? Why he FaceTime you? And she snatches the phone out of his hand. And he's like, I thought y'all just looked alike because y'all was light-skinned, which was the dumbest shit I ever heard. Um, And he's like, but to find out y'all are really sisters and y'all really did this shit to us. And, you know, if my brother doesn't make it, y'all mama is dead. And Corey, like... It's like, girl, is you stupid? Because she's like, what are you talking about? My mother is dead. And so he flips the camera around and like, she don't look dead to me. And then they realize, like, you know, they're fucked because he now has their mother. So the plan that they came up with is all for not because y'all on some get back shit for your mama and your mama about to be dead anyway. So then we move on to Virgo. Virgo, you know, he's the chill one. He just mind his business. He don't be into all the other shit and drama that his brothers got going on. He has no woman in his life except for the women like he's having sex with it and it's wham bam. Thank you, ma'am. Get the fuck out. Um, until one day Gemini takes him to this jewelry store that belongs to his ex girlfriend Patience. And I'm like, dude, y'all just don't give a fuck about family, huh? Cause Virgo's like really upset about this like this girl broke his heart and Gemini know that it's her store which I guess with Gemini's niggas is two-faced because it's like this nigga has no problem just throwing shit in his brother's faces like you knew Taurus had a son 
didn't say shit, just like sprung it on him. And then you know that you about to walk into his ex-girlfriend's shop and you specifically call him to tag along. But anyway, um, when they first got into the shop, he's there to get two necklaces very much like, uh, what is that song? I really want to be, be with you, but I gotta get me real with you. I can't leave you alone, no. The fabulous song, is it can't leave you alone? Anyway, that song, but like, when he bought the girls the same necklace, come to find out they was twins, and he got caught up in it, that's what he dared to do. He getting a necklace, like the exact same necklace for Sasha and for Dream. And I'm like, in the grand scheme of things, like, these two heifers are supposed to be best friends slash sisters, you know, before they uh, told what was going on. They couldn't wear that shit around each other. He was like, you know, I want my girls to be repping me at all times, whoop-de-whoop, whatever. Anyway, so as soon as he sees her, you know, old Phil's come back and he's upset. Now, their story is she got pregnant their senior year of high school, but uncle unbeknownst to him mama maserati again well you know it happened to her first then she did it to sasha and she probably would have did it to stony if she knew about stony beforehand she went to um no what she told patients sorry that it's not a good time you know a baby would ruin both of their lives and she needs to get an abortion and she was actually the one to take her to get the abortion so she told him about the abortion after the fact and he was really upset because it's like damn you just gonna kill my seed like that and not discuss it with me no nothing and so after that she went off to college and never spoke to him again that was eight years ago so now eight years later she now has a five-year-old son and a three-year-old daughter and you know they start to reconnect as well and start a relationship all over again but patience soon to be ex-husband interferes he shows up one day to pick up the kids and sees virgo on the back and is like who is this who is this thug that you have around my children and he's an fbi agent and he tells her you know tell him who i am before things get ugly and Virgo like man I don't give a fuck who that is I ain't worried about that nigga we'll do whatever but he was an FBI agent along with their sister Nova who showed up to arrest uh, Mama Maserati both times and so he knows that her ex-husband has something to do with it because it's like why all of a sudden my mama is getting arrested and so um what is it like one day patience doesn't feel good so she took um virgo called her like you know where you at and she's like i'm at home i don't feel too good so he's on his way to go see her and the ex-husband pulls him over and says you know i could give you a ticket he's like nigga you in the fbi what you look like handing out traffic tickets like come on now they gonna know that something is up and that you fucking with me because ain't no way an FBI agent handing out tickets. And so the ex-husband tells him, you know, like, stay away from my, stay away from my wife. And if you go on over to her house, you know, I just fucked her. So you might as well just go on home. So, of course, 
he flies over to her fucking place like nigga you didn't think nothing about this like she told you it was over with that nigga she wanted nothing to do with him but no he flies over there and chokes her out he's real pissed like you just had sex with that nigga because she has on like a robe and she don't look too good but in his eyes that is the i just got fucked look and he's like literally choking her out to where she almost dies and when he takes his hands off of her she tells him to get out like get the fuck out it's over with we're done i don't ever want to talk to you again so of course when he realizes that he fucked up he's sending all these gifts trying to give her money all that type of shit and she tells him no like nigga you literally almost killed me off the word of a nigga that you know is trying to get in your head i don't want shit to do with you so she goes into her car and like basically burns rubber to get away from that nigga and he jumps in his car to go after her and he gets into a car accident and you know of course mama mama maserati is tripping because it's like damn i'm not about to lose another son to an accident but you know he was cool scraped up a little bit but he went home like later that day no problem so when mama maserati is arrested the second time and she's put into a room this is when nova comes in and introduces herself to let her know who she is and it's like you know i finally got you you going down bitch and it's just like girl but she like mama maserati she's not showing no emotions nothing like that and anyway her name her first name is cherry and her last name is actually lewis and i was with no i'm sorry i was with no but she was like uh she said something cherry lewis and she was like that's not my name and she was like actually yes it is and the fact that you changed your name and your kid's last name to maserati it's kind of weird and i agree i really thought that shit was weird i'm like maserati first of all you name these niggas after zodiac signs and then their last name is maserati weirdo shit but anyway so her story is she was abused as a child like her her mom had a boyfriend and the boyfriend was abusing her he was um sexually assaulting her damn i keep forgetting to do that trigger warning trigger warning trigger warning so sorry um because also dream dream was a part of the plan to set these guys up for her sisters she didn't care about her mother because her mother like after their dad left and the mom went crazy she was partying drinking doing whatever and she was allowing men to come into dream's room and assault her multiple times simply because she was the daughter that looked like the father the most and so then we get like i said uh mama maserati she was abused by her mother's boyfriend and when her mother came home one day and actually saw it for herself instead of being on her daughter's side what did she do ding 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 if you guess that she believed her daughter was being quote unquote fast and kicked her out you would be right tell them what they won johnny um i am insane <laughs> uh so she was homeless couldn't find nothing to eat so when she knew that her mother would be at work she like snuck back into the house to get something to eat the boyfriend is there and he assaults her again but this time she had like a sharp pencil and she stuck it in his neck and she killed him 
But she never faced any charges because when they picked her up to question her, she told the police, like, you know, he raped me and I'm three weeks pregnant with his child. And that's when she had Gemini. So she was pregnant at 14 with Gemini. She became a quote-unquote hoe, which I don't understand how, because you are a child. You were molested and assaulted again and again and again by these grown-ass men out on the street. You could not be a prostitute at 14. But anyway, she gets pregnant by a John at 15 with Sagittarius. And at 16, she met a man with a Maserati who, you know, took care of her and the kids. But the problem was he was abusive. So at 16, she gets pregnant with Virgo. And after a bad beating where she ended up in the hospital, instead of leaving, she actually goes back to him. But while he's sleeping, she, like, loads the kids up into his Maserati and sets the man and his bar on fire because he was the owner of a bar. Um, So she has to go back out onto the streets and gets pregnant at 17 with Taurus. So three years later, this is when she met the, um, the girl's father. And, you know, he was taking care of her. They were doing their thing until... His wife showed up on her doorstep to tell her, you know, you are messing with a married man and he uh, has four daughters. So, you know, of course she pulled back and she felt disrespected. It's like she had no idea this man was married. She didn't know nothing about him. She knew he was a street nigga. So it's like, I can't talk to you all day because, you know, you are ripping and running the streets. She didn't know that he was also um, married. So after that, she kind of pulls back from him on the tip like I can't mess with you like that but hey give me a pack and let me flip it and you know let's get this money together and so she's selling drugs like better than him and she's like flipping this shit real easy so he gets jealous and tell her that she can't sell no more while at the same time telling her that he's trying to work it out with his wife so basically trying to leave her high and dry so she tells him um oh no then she meets the boy's quote-unquote father and his name is Aries McHenry which I'm like so you just happen to meet a nigga with a zodiac name as well so of course it was easy to pass him off as their father because it's like look his name was Aries so that's where I came up with the idea to name all you guys after your zodiac signs, I'm assuming because I hope she just didn't give them random name zodiac names and their names actually coincide with their birthdays. Um, and so she meets him. He cheated. No, like when she first met him, it was kind of like a one time thing. Then she got back with the girl's father because I forgot his name. Um, and when she caught him on the phone with his wife telling um telling the wife like you know i'm just with her because she's stupid enough to transport my drugs across the border so she tells him you know come on let's go on a vacation on a boat so she drugged him and killed him on the boat 
And when she came back, she got back with Aries. And, you know, like, they became a family. And the boys started calling him daddy. So, you know, of course, that was the only father that they knew. And she not going to tell them nothing different. But then he became a serial cheater. So she's like, you know what? I'm tired of niggas playing on my top. And so she killed him, too. Like, she had killed a few other guys in the past. She's just a serial killer. She don't see nothing wrong with it. It's like, anytime a nigga play with me, I'm going to kill him. And that's the thing that I hated. Because I'm like, she could have been a boss-ass bitch just because she wanted to be a boss-ass bitch. She really only became, like, this smart uh, queen pen after, like, her heart was broken. And I'm just like, really? Like, basically, I was abused all my life, you know, being hurt time and time again um, by man after man after man after man. So I finally decided... I'm going to become like a man. I cut my heart. What is it? I turned my heart off. Can't nobody get inside. She basically hasn't been with a man since then. She had like this right hand man, Danny, who all the kids assumed is like her low key boyfriend or they just be smashing on a low. No, she's not even doing that. Like since Aries, she has not had sex with another man because, you know, her heart has been broken too many times. I was just like, girl, what the fuck? Like, ooh, I hated that. Um, and then that's why she tells her son, her sons, like, don't fall in love with a woman. Like, you know, yeah, you can use these bitches, but don't fall in love with them. We don't have no baby. Don't do none of that. Just get to this money. And it's like, and I'm not the girl for therapy, but girl, go to fucking therapy, fam. So, Stoney's ex-husband burst into the room and is choking her up, saying, you know, where the hell are my kids? I just got a phone call that they were snatched up. Um, basically, like, got into a car accident and they were kidnapped and taken. And I know you know where they are, so where are my kids? And she's like, she don't say anything. People have to rush in and pull him off of her. And the only thing she says is, don't, uh, don't bite the hand that could kill you. And so everybody's like, did you just threaten him like in front of everybody? And she's like, no, I'm just giving him a little bit of advice. It's like, girl, you literally just threatened him in a federal building in front of federal agents. But they can't do nothing about that because they're not recording this quote unquote interview. Because when Nova first came in, she was like, she's just going to tell her boss that she was getting her to confess. So it was like basically admitting that they was going to do some dirty shit. But it's like if you don't have a recording of this session. And it's like all of these agents against her. That could look bad in court. Because it's like where's the evidence of this? And why is it all of y'all against this one person? If you want if you want to make it believable. It should have been recorded. So no. Nah. Y'all look grimy in that. But anyway, it's to be continued. And like I said, it was actually a good story. I'm like, I need to know how this terrible shit is. I just wish it was written better. That's my only gripe. Because actually, it is good storytelling. Because in the grand scheme of things, like when you think about it, like all the shit that they've been through and went through. But it was just, it was so choppy. That's what I don't like. I don't like choppy writing. But it was a it was entertaining. I'm not going to say good because, like I said, I have a problem with the writing and it's very choppy. But it was entertaining to say the least. And I actually am going to read part two because, like I said, I have to know how this shit ends. But they mama, 
And that's another thing I hated. Like, all these boys, they admitted that they knew their mama was on some bullshit. And still rocked with it anyway. Like, <sighs> niggas don't never want to correct their mama. Like, that's my mama. Okay, your mama wrong, though. Just like Candy. Like, your mama's fucking wrong. Correct them when they wrong. But anyway, um, that is the end of this review. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And I hope to see you back next week. Peace and blessings, my beautiful people.